Hey everyone, it's Leslie with Magic and Mayhem. This month's episode is kind of unique. It's archival footage, basically. It was recorded early, early on in the infancy of Magic and Mayhem podcast. And we have terrible audio equipment, and so the output of what we have recorded is pretty bad. We talk over each other. Some of it's hard to hear, so I want to apologize for that. But the reason that I am putting it out is because it's pretty special to me because it has my mom as a guest, and she talks about her first visit to Disneyland, which was July 18th, 1955. So I hope you can put up with it and listen to it and enjoy it. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Magic and Mayhem. I'm Leslie. And I'm Jake. And we want to welcome you to the show. Today we have a really fun guest in studio. I want to welcome my mom. This is Danny. Oh, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) (laughs) We were just telling Danny that we're new to podcasting and she's done voiceover commercials before. So she has more experience than us on these mics. Yeah, we're just winging it. Welcome. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here today. You're just a pleasure. You're a pleasure in studio. Isn't our studio <laughs> lovely? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I love all the artwork. I know. It's so professional. You're yeah. surrounded by Disney-inspired and Disney-created things. It's, yeah. It's yeah. great, right? Yeah. Well, cool. Well, so you are a Southern California girl. Yes. Born and raised, right? Born and raised. Tell us a little bit about that. I was born actually in Los Angeles. I lived in Glendale, California, uh, up until I was maybe five because yeah. I started kindergarten. And we moved to a place called Eagle Rock, which is the northeast corner of Los Angeles. Okay. So it's surrounded by LA, Glendale, Pasadena. It's a unique little area that has a big eagle etched into it rock or it looks like it. so you see it as <laughs> you're going eagle rock yes so you see it as you're going from uh glendale and you pass over through eagle rock and see the big eagle and then into Pasadena. so you uh have been to disneyland a lot of a lot of times yes definitely yeah. i think one of our most recent visits um well one of our last visits before the shutdown october of 2019 we were with you yes yep it's yes. halloween time halloween time Halloween time is always a fun time in Disneyland. Nephews, Danny's grandkids, shout out to Fletch Dog and Autobot. They were with us and uh, their mom, Monique, and it was, it was fun. We had a great time. Yeah. You're a trooper. You'll, you'll just cruise the park. I mean, I know, like, you, you get tired, but you're just like, nope, we're doing it. No, that's <laughs> it. I'm, I'm in all the way. I know. I yeah. love it. I love it. So um, one of the reasons we wanted to kind of talk to you is because you have kind of a unique experience in that you were one of the people who went on the official opening day of the park. Yes, I did. That's so crazy. July 18th. 
July 18th. So yeah, just, just to clarify, I'm going to throw this out there. So just for the, everybody, the listeners going to go, wait, whoa, 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 guys. July oh, yeah. 17th oh, is the opening check, day. Right? Yeah. July 17th is the opening day, not 18th. Well, that's true. It, you know, July 17th was a mess. All of us that know about it, you know, there was, well, and it was a preview day. So yeah, it was, like, it was invite, invite only. only right? And it was considered July 18th was considered opening day by Walt until he died. And then, but of course, in the parks, they celebrate July 17th as opening day, not the 18th. But for this episode, we're going to say it's the 18th. Well, I mean, because why not? The 17th or the 18th, it was a big mess, right? Like that's the the history books say the newspapers of the day really panned the the whole thing. They made it a mess. Yes. What do you remember about that? I remember it wasn't easy access to everything. Okay. It's it's coming back to be more. Oh, how old were you when you I was like, eight. Eight years old. I thought it was about the same age as my first visit, eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to call Aunt Linda and because she was the one that took me on my first visit and kind of get some of the details filled filled in. Cause as a kid, you just don't absorb all of that and remember. Yeah, you really don't. There's a, there's a lot of laps in my <laughs> in my world. So the what what, what was it that um, kind of brought you guys to the park, and who did you go with that day? Well, um, my father's company was a subcontractor for the Disneyland. Okay, uh, building building of the Disneyland. Yeah. So construction. He was in construction. So we were invited and my mom took just a few of the girls in my brownie troop. Oh, a little, little troop of brownies. And oh, I love it. Who doesn't love a little tro- troop brownie of brownies? <laughs> she was our brownie. Oh, wow. She doesn't. So this is my grandmother. God bless her soul. She's been past a few years, but she doesn't seem like she'd have been a very fun brownie. Baby. I don't think so. Either. I, I mean, I just knew her in her later years, you know, but. <laughs> she was a little feisty. She was very feisty. <laughs> she was very feisty. I love you, Grandma Lurie. <laughs> I love you too, Mom. <laughs> so, the, so the park in, in the books that I read it, they estimated it was maybe what they wanted to complete was maybe eighty percent done, and they were still just kind of working on it as like they were opening it, basically like building an airplane while you're flying it, kind of kind situation. of like that. <laughs> Kind of like that. I remember the concrete mm-hmm. was all choked up. And like I said at the beginning, it was hard to to maneuver yourself. Mm-hmm. And my mom wanted to call attention to our troop. She was like a reporter. <laughs> notice us. <laughs> notice us. Hello, Mr. Disney. <laughs> Mr. Disney. <laughs> we've got the brownie troop and you invited them. <laughs> Come. So, so right off the bat, Grandma is causing me. Grandma is causing me. There are many stories about Grandma's me. And I remember it's a family urban legend, and so that she was asking Walt why why his park wasn't complete. Yes, she did that. <laughs> she definitely did that. I won't tell other stories about. <laughs> insistence on knowing the wise. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that's fun because, you know, Disneyland wasn't created in a day. In fact, it's never done. No, it no, is. it's never been done to this 
Yeah. No, no. Walt said, he said, the park will never be done. That's right. It will be continually reimagined. That's the fun part of it. So we'll, no one let Grandma Lorraine in on that thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't tell her. Well, she took you, because I, I don't remember her as being a real a person that was really excited about Disneyland. I think she and my dad went to Disneyland for some special event, just the two of them. Oh, he cute. wasn't a big fan. He liked uh, Knott's Berry Farm best. Oh, he did. That's right. Yes, that's right. But they went and they enjoyed themselves. I think they spent the night at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, nice. But I don't recall the circumstances. Yeah. Well, that well, that's fun. So that day, it's just awesome that you were there on that day that is is so well covered in yes. history books, you know, and in newspapers and stuff. And and I think there was a lot of mayhem going on, like Dumbo and Snow White weren't working properly. The Autopia cars were a big mess. Do you remember, like, did you have access to any of the attractions? Well, we did. I remember we went on Mr. Toad's Walk, right? Oh, I love that. And that's one of my favorites. And I think the uh, Ferris, not the, the carousel. The carousel was working. And maybe the Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. I think that was open. And uh, do you like the Jungle Cruise? Okay, this is like a full divergence that. Oh, now Leslie's doing divergence. Do you like the Jungle Cruise? I do like the Jungle Cruise. Yes, definitely. So back when it opened, they didn't have the little jokes. No, they did. They had a script. They had a script, but it wasn't supposed to be as funny. Oh, that's right. It wasn't wasn't funny. They didn't have. It was more like a National Geographic. Yeah. Yeah. It was serious. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. I I remember seeing that. Yeah. On behind the the attraction. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was all serious back then, which I don't know. Some of the best parts of Jungle Cruise are hearing the the old jokes. Yes, the old jokes. Yeah. Like, you, you know, it never gets old. This is the back of water. The backside of water. water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's awesome that Mr. Toads has, at least in Disneyland, has stayed. And it's a tried and true, uh, just joyful, exciting attraction. I love it. I love it, too. I love Disneyland. My very favorite right now is still at Mr. Toad. Yeah. And the... um, Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yes, Thunder Mountain Railroad. That's a great one. I love that. I have pictures of sitting in the front row. (laughs) That's a good one. Screaming my head. And the fun thing is, Mr. Toad's one of my favorites too. What do you think about if they revamped it? I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, (laughs) traditionalist. See, I love the reimagined because if you've been into Fantasyland, they've recently like updated Snow White. It's no longer Snow White's scary, scary adventures. I, it's the, it's I think just adventures of Snow White or whatever. And it's so it's different. It's not as dark. It's not as creepy. Well, I love that Mr. Toads is kind of wild and you go through the depths. Of I the know. And like the swinging doors. The old yes. Yes. Dark ride, a, swinging doors. And a surprise around every corner. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I still think, though, they could update it well, and throw it out there. You know, they got rid of it at Disney World, and people were not happy. Well, I would be, yeah, I, I would hate it if they got, I would never want them to get rid of it. But how they updated, like, Snow White, they've updated Alice, I think. you know. But um, the way they updated Alice was really good, I think. But, I, you know, 
adding a little bit here and there wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. Let's bring it out of the 50s. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what they were doing. Don't, don't mess with perfection. Well, all right. I think that's, I think that's the, the bottom line. So one of the things I have, have always done, knowing that you had gone to Disneyland when it very first opened, was look through books and stuff. And I always wanted to see you. See a picture of you. Have you ever done that? I have done that also. <laughs> I have. Because I wanted to see, what did I really wear? Yeah. I, I remember little girls always wear dresses. I think I had a pink dress on with a frilly skirt. Cute. Yes, with my little patent leather shoes, probably. Oh, of course. Um, we didn't wear brownie outfits that day. No. Well, that's why you Well, how was Walt going to recognize you yeah. if you didn't have your brownie outfits on? I don't know. <laughs> Fashion faux pas, right? <laughs> Probably my grand, my mother's idea. So well, we and dressed I, to the nines. The pictures, everyone is so dressed up. Yeah. I mean, for years and years. Yeah. Like decades that people Decade were dressed, dressed up. up in high heels, which mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I wear my most comfortable shoes at home. Well, they talked about opening day because they had just poured the asphalt that morning and it was 101 degrees. I don't know if you remember the temperature when you went, but. I, I've tried to do some research on that and like, I don't know, like scientific research. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, it's neither confirmed nor denied. Well, okay. It's really 101. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, but I. But my mom and I were down there in like May of 2014 for my birthday. And it was literally 101 degrees. Yes, definitely. It was so Well, cool. it's not out of the ordinary. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it could have been. Well, and one of the things, I mean, going back to the high heels is, you know, the, one of the urban legends is, is everybody walking around in high heels was sinking into the asphalt. So that's not good. <laughs> My mom, <laughs> if she did, she would have done it secretly. Yes. So we wouldn't know. She probably had a pair of, uh, an extra pair of shoes yeah. stashed in a handbag <laughs> <laughs> just in case. This is off uh, off subject a little bit, but what, and I don't know this, I, I didn't do any research on this, but what um, was open as far as food? Do you remember? I don't remember. I know. I remember, I mean, you know, because Walt really wanted the wiener on every corner. Right. Right. Which right. is a big joke that they're not supposed to say anymore. A wiener on every corner. A weenie. A weenie on every corner. But that didn't just have to do with food. It was. It well, was no, he loves hot dogs. I mean, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was what was going to draw your eye. Like what was right. the next thing. Cotton candy, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There was a, a Swift was open and they were serving food. But I, I heard that they ran out of food. Like if you, if you could even get in to get food. I don't remember that because I think my mom in particular would always have food stuffed in her handbag. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want anybody to be without a sandwich or some. Celery sticks or... Oh, how nice. Yes. You're like, well, we wanted to get some uh, corn dog. A hot dog, you know, because Walt loved them. And I don't know if they had churros back then, but, man, that sounds good right now. That sounds really good. I bet they didn't have the churros. Well, the Carnation Cafe, though, is one of our favorites. It is, it is. Yes. The the chicken fried chicken there. Oh, man. Yeah, that's Oh, the bomb. We're so good. There next month. Yeah, we definitely have a reservation already for the Carnation Cafe. That's that's going to be a good one. I love it. And it's just a classic place to go eat. Yes. Oh, and we did secure a reservation to the Blue Bayou. Yeah, we did. 
Yeah. I'm so, so. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come with us. No, it was, uh, yeah, it's, and that's hard to get. It's it really is, hard to get. It is. I actually paid for this subscription service um, that kind of watches the dining reservation, and then it texts you when one pops up, and then you have to bump, jump on it right away, and then... Yeah, but all you yeah. listeners, don't everybody use them because it's really hard to get it already. <laughs> Just, no. no more competition. Yeah. Well, it's a great service. But yeah, it is a great service. Pay. I think there's maybe some free plans. It's called mousewatcher.com. Yeah, that's good. Hot tip. Yeah, great. It's a you know good service. It's a really good service to have. Oh, I did read that it was only $1 to get into the park and 50 cents for kids. I think that's it. And each of the rides were like 15 cents. Okay, yeah. I think that's right. We had our little bags change. Your little bags of change. Yes. I wonder, did you just pay for the ride right at the attraction? Yes. Or did you have to buy tickets? See, I, who knows? We bought tickets later on. You got those books of tickets. Right. I loved those. Those were good. So this is, I'm just curious. They had, um, Walt had put out all those um little TV shows that he aired on ABC. Mm-hmm. And um, did you see any of those mm-hmm. leading up to the opening of the park? I watched the Mickey Mouse Couture shows every day. I love the Mouse Couture. Did you? Yes. Did you have a crush on Cubby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or was he too little? Because <laughs> they had some bigger ones. They had some bigger ones. I loved Annette. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she was a favorite. Another she was a favorite. Yeah. I loved Cubby and Karen. I loved Roy. And uh, I loved the whole show. I had all gears. That's so fun. Yeah, so it's very fun. <laughs> well, that was one of the things um, leading up to the opening of the park. Um, the deal that Disney made, Walt made with ABC um, as part of the investment into the park, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then it was basically advertising for Disneyland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was advertising for Disneyland to be opening. It was... Yeah, a lot of the way that he did his business was like pretty ingenious. Oh yeah, very non-traditional for that time. Yeah, it was you know, and it was really cool how he used the media and used things to 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 you know further the park and his marketing. It was cool, right? Anyways, fun things. Yeah. So, um, what's your least favorite attraction at Disneyland? Do you have any that you just like absolutely don't care for? Either not a fan. You're just not a fan. Or one that you don't like, like I don't like the Matterhorn bobsleds because yeah. it's too rough. It's, yeah, she it's, says I it's have just a hard too rough. Time being in and out of the ride vehicle, and then it's rough. Like, yeah. Do you have any that stick out for you that are just you could just do without, like teacups or? No, I love the teacups. You do. Love yeah, you like the know. spinners. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I mostly love everything. At the first time it went on. Um, it's a small world. Mm-hmm. I thought there was too much music. Yeah. It just kept going and going and going. And I'm not sure whether they've made changes to that. No, it just well, keeps going. Well, it just going keeps going. going. It's going to go forever. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> when you have children, we love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've updated, like, you know, yes. the little dolls or whatever in there. But it's still still going. It's still going. <laughs> But I love that shall not be sung. That's right, right, right. We don't want that earworm. Nope. And I love the little caricatures of Mickey and the Minnie the Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah. All of those. Yeah, we have so many great pictures of just, you know, random 
encounters with the characters. Yeah. It's, it was, it, it is a magical thing. They were so creepy looking when the park first opened, though. What, the, the little... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, how, you mean how the cast members dressed up as the characters? Is that what you're referring yeah, to? They, yeah, well, just the costumes were creepy. Oh, yeah. scare the hell out of you. Yeah. They've come so far away in costume design. Oh, I know. Yeah, those, those, some of those old costumes were pretty freaky. Yeah. We yeah. were um, at the California Adventure Park in Jan... No, when, when was it? Which time? July, just this past July. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the whole Avengers campus has opened, which is, you know, like a big world, kind of like the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge world. And I thought, there's no way they're going to be able to get those characters... Because they're face characters, like they right. don't have masks, right? And they had amazing characters, like those. Yeah, the, the actors, actor they had playing Loki. Oh, I, amazing! I mean, how in the Tom Hiddleston did that happen? <laughs> yes, <exactly>. you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, yes. yeah, it was really cool. Uh, they had, like Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow. Oh, yes, like, no way. Yeah, that will be able to pull that off. And and they they, they did, did, and and she was a total poser. We'll yeah. say it again, yeah. a total yeah. poser. And um, no, they they're pulling off this the characters really well, and the costuming is amazing. That's, Such talent in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hair and makeup. Costume design, right? Set decoration, yeah. All the all, engineering, yeah. all the and all the engineering, yeah. yeah. So I have heard we're going to be heading there in a little while for the Oogie Boogie Bash because we haven't been there yet. I know it's already September twenty sixth, and we haven't been. I know, but we're going. The oh yeah, we're going. Week. We're going. Um, we have heard that the stopover for. Uh, um, oh, now I just draw a blank. It's the who's the the Sid. From, oh, Toy from Toy Story, they found someone that They're looks just like Sid. Yes, <laughs> I do. He's one of the villains yeah. in the trick or treat fails at the Halloween. Yeah, and oh. and I we have heard, and you know, you see Sid, and you see those things, and and they're they're interacting with the a live audience, you know, so they're responding to things that uh, people walking by, getting their candy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like they're making use of the crowd. Yeah. Yes. yes. I mean, so the Sid, and they found somebody with like that looks like the character Sid. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see him. And then, then they have the new Cruella. Right. So the old, so the old Cruella from the cartoon, I guess she appears in a, on a parade float, but the new Cruella is basically like kind of up there doing a fashion show. So yeah, but, yeah. we're looking forward to that. And you know, we. I'm, I mean, this is off subject again, but Maleficent. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Oh, definitely. And um, yeah, when you go by her, she's just, she's great. Yeah. I think we yeah. talked about that in a previous episode. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oogie Boogie Bash stuff. We'll get off the Oogie Boogie Bash because we're, we're just excited to go. No, we're excited. So um, any other like thoughts from kind of just your, your history with Disneyland? I heard you did try to get a job with them. I did. I was in college and came home for the summer yeah. and brought a few girlfriends home. And uh, we all decided we wanted to work at Disneyland. Well, I couldn't work there because I was, or I lived and went to school up north. I was an Anaheim student. Okay. So I had to work at the Disneyland Hotel, which I got fired from because I didn't make the bed fast enough. Oh, so. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, quality control, right? Quality control. <laughs> One other note yes. that is very dear to my heart. Okay. I like to go to the magic show. And one day, I was at the magic shop. 
Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. It's or it used to be just two guys. Okay. Doing magic tricks. And those guys happen to be really cute. (laughs) And Steve Martin. Martin. John McCune. John McEwen from the Nitty Gritty Oh, really? So, Steve Martin, I did not know did that. Did you know that? Yes. They are, and Steve Martin is hilarious. He, like, well, he no, is, he, I mean, he has some of the greatest movies. Yeah. So, but it, like, but it who doesn't like John McEwen, you know, from Nitty yes. Gritty, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the interesting part of the story is I met John McEwen in Idaho Springs, Colorado. Or he was living yeah. with his wife. And we happened to go to the same church mm-hmm. sometimes. And he was there and his wife was there. And his, so I became good friends. And John said to me, first time he saw me, he said, when you were in high school, did you come to, to Disneyland to the magic shop? <laughs> and I said, I did. And he said, I know I remember you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And uh, we had a good friendship. For a very long time, I always go to the concert. That's hilarious. But that, yeah, you knew him. I knew him well before. Yeah, you knew him. Yes, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we went in that magic shop. Um, I feel like that in the October trip that we took that when you guys I met think us, we did too. and uh, because and Zach would go in there a lot because he loved magic. Our son Zach when he was growing up. Oh yeah, that yeah. shop was great. Yeah, we have a lot of yeah. Houdini stuff. And- but I'm going to throw this out there. John, he may, you know, just throwing that out there that you had been in the shop, he may have been just fishing in the dark. <laughs> well, it was, an outside, <laughs> it was outside, actually. It was an outside thing. But he I am just referencing the song. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's just my really bad sense of humor coming out there. <laughs> oh, no, you're I don't know. It must have just been kind of cool, like growing up close to, I mean, relatively close to Disneyland. And and then still now being able to go, like with your kids and your grandkids. Yes. And still going on Big Thunder Mountain. And I will go on Mr. Toe. That's right. Yeah. See, and this is what we had on a previous episode, a friend that loved Fantasyland and could mm-hmm. stay there all day. Yeah. You know, and I couldn't, and Leslie couldn't. We're just not the type. Um, teacups. I have a thing about the teacups. I'm not a big fan of the teacups, and you're a huge fan of the teacups. Yeah. Well, my aversion of the teacups, I'm throwing it out there, Leslie. We're going to bring it up. Okay. So, um, in my opinion, kids are a little bit gross. And you, they're cruising around the park, putting their hands down their pants all the time. So when I go in the teacups, I always, I just look at it and I'm like, oh, there's poo on the wheel. There is poo on that wheel. I'm not touching it to spin the teacup because there's poop on the wheel. And I'll yell it when we're in the teacups. There's poo on the wheel. And Leslie knows this. But. Yeah, but these days, you know, you could bring like your antibacterial. Oh, yeah. Like, wipe wipe the wheel off. That yeah. is such a great yeah. idea. I think, yeah. oh, we're bringing wipes. You we're know, going on the teacups. If you go down that road, you are going to be a crazy person. And you are going to be wiping down everything. You're right. You are right. It'll just, it won't be fun anymore. Oh, it'll still be fun. Just wash your hands after you spin the poo wheel. Yeah. <laughs> That's my only issue is there poo, there's poo on the wheel. And Leslie knows that's that's my hang up with the teacups. And I don't know why it's a hang up with the teacups for me, but man. Yeah, that's the fantasy land thing. All those little dirty kids. And, you know, for us adults in Disneyland, you know, we have our hang ups like that. Like, yeah. ooh, mm-hmm. gross. 
All right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we're wrapping it up. Well, thank you for being on our show. We hope you'll come on again. I will. Yeah, because now what's going to happen is that you've started talking about your Disney experiences and you're going to get like fresh ideas or fresh memories that kind of start percolating to the surface. So you're going to have to get a little notebook. So you can write it down, down. jot it down, or a little well, voice recording, and like when you're driving in the car, and then record your your memory, so you can retell it because that's fun. That's what our podcast is all about. Yeah, and going back, y'all can always create the new memories yeah. too. Yeah, that's fun. Always create the new memories, and thank you too very much. You're welcome. All right, <laughs> the invitation. Okay, sounds good. All right, we'll, we're moving on. We would love to read your story of magic or mayhem that you've experienced at the Disney parks on our podcast. If you have something funny to share or magical to share, mayhem to share, tell us the story and we'll read it on the air. Or maybe you need to come on and tell the story for yourself. Send us an email, magicandmayhempod at gmail.com. Find us at Magic and Mayhem Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Our podcast is brought to you by Integrated Tax. If you're looking for a firm that will focus on your individual tax preparation needs and always treat you like a client who matters, look no further. Integrated Tax is a firm that is large enough to offer a full range of professional tax preparation services, but small enough to give you the individual attention you deserve. For more information, visit integrated.tax or find the link in the show notes. Thanks, Integrated Tax.